freedom. 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 Freedom of yourself. Story 4. Self-pity. It's not enough to win a war and avert evil. It's more important to prepare a peace and let good happen. Plato. Self-pity. One of the basic feelings in body processes that you've got to deal with for being free in life. It's not too bad. It exists to help you. In nature, self-pity is the means to keep energy for strength resistance, development in the long run for cases of possible extraordinary events or new destructors. It urges a creature to manage itself and similar ones to accumulate extra energy or experience, good or bad, and to release it just for the advancement of important goals, like optimization of energy consumption or prevention of possibility to be consumed. Self-pity makes to build up experience by curiosity, research, associations, copy of others' futures, to hold dear alike ones, offspring, allies, their unity, to join a force and experience with them, to get power over and use energy of aliens, and not to consume non-essential energy or energy of the alike. In human world it is more complex, but only in terms of the complexity of human development and management, which may be in the form of breeding, education, literature, theater, philosophy, religion, human rights, public figures and services, hiring and firing persons or relations. But anyway, self-pity exists in living creatures for independence. The more an individual can manage things not being managed, the more his energy is left for the development of his advance over others, and vice versa. Therefore, both animals and people prescribe a particular type of restrictive, like a strong behavior, greed, for themselves, their children, their unity, dedicating energy and efforts not to everything, but to goals of evolution of the system. In animal self-pity evokes good feelings, calmness, energizing, when they may use free source of energy, for instance the sun, or when evolve, defend, strengthen for not being source of energy for their attackers. In humans, self-pity evokes good mood, courage, determination, and feeling of purpose when they unite with equally strong people or when evolve, temper for not being slaves of others. All this means independence and pride, feeling of freedom. Its first self-pity is also about relations. Relation as an attitude to people, bigger reputation, pride of those who bring to the unity more independence, might, capability to withstand, and relations as building close ties with strong ones, supporting their advanced noble managing and self-managing efforts. Self-pity directs to the empowering, constructive, and prudent positive for the purposes of evolution and the common good of all others of the same kind, usually, but not always. There is a very thin line between help and intrusiveness, between independence and indifference or elusive uniqueness not associating self with anyone between motivation for progress and for regress, using people's love exclusively for oneself and spending it purposelessly in vain, between management and disgrace, evaluating people while not evaluating oneself. One is about giving, 
the other is about giving. The first reduces self-pity, the second disseminates pity around for the person who does it to be less uncompetitive, lowering competitiveness of the surroundings who are pressed by ultra-self-pity. Self-pity is developing, but to the extent you can manage it and turn it into the balance of energy, getting and spending energy not for nothing, but for the support of close people and associates. After, it turns into misery, sorry, orders, mourning and complaining nobody cares about. Untrained people often take the second getting course of actions, making uncompetitive others rather than making competitive themselves. Even though you can't make uncompetitive everyone and self-pity in this case is still with you, so this doesn't work well. But it's usual for people to behave in this getting way unless they see some prospect. They themselves would like to be instead the certain social level. Competition at this level doesn't allow to compete in a getting way, making others uncompetitive. There are people who successfully compete in a giving way, providing support and example. And there are knowledge, training, habit of how to compete in a harder giving way. Find, try, choose, use. Find knowledge. Try to be at a certain social level. Choose a giving way to compete. Use examples and support of those who already do it and train yourself to handle and manage more self-pity, dealing with it by wise goals, positive emotions and deep values. It's about you. But what about the case when someone, deliberately or casually, with his private or public behavior, tries to make you undisciplined, demanding, weak, and subordinate, tries to grab what is dear for you, to intensify your self-pity and to make you uncompetitive. In this case, remember that anyone who acts by pity actually doesn't want self-pity. He does want love and support. If you see the way to make them loved and supported, not affecting yourself, help. If not, resist persuasions, withstand difficulties, and don't be sorry, but simultaneously reply with no hate and give positive, constructive arguments, prioritizing what you stand for over what you are against. This will help you to stop yourself when someone tries to make you sorry and to turn this pathos into energy, determination to fulfill unity goals, into the power of yourself to help close ones, developing better emotions and values. At the same time, what you see may not be self-pity at all, and you just mistake the nature of someone's behavior, or self-pity is not your prevailing quality and you will training your competitiveness by dealing with it. It's worth to check. To better relate most active and strongest qualities of yourself or of another person, you may use the service of Humanicom. H-Y-U-M-A-N-I.com, and as the ancients said, freedom and happiness belong to self-sufficient, so free yourself.